Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Voice. The yeah, shit you didn't like yeah. when you were a kid. Yeah. And you yeah. run that tape tape deck. It doesn't like, sound I like you. Like yeah. I sound like that, really? Yeah. I'm not, dude, I hate the voice thing. I fucking hate my voice so yeah. much. Ah, you fucking idiot. I used to. <laughs> you know? Oh man. Okay. Can I how do you pronounce your last name? Bachar. Bachar. Mm-hmm. Okay. Amadeo Bachar. Mm-hmm. Charles Belnavis. Got it. That's a practice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, welcome to Cast and Crank. Uh, we have Amadeo Bachar. Is that correct? What's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> and then a uh, guest guest host uh, and host got Justin McTeer. What's up? And the guest host Charles Milnavis. Hey. Or Tatuna. Everyone knows him as Tatuna, right? Right. <laughs> so this is a fun one. Uh, Amadeo's down for uh, Fred Hall, uh, and uh, we like doing the art thing. We did it with Matt, so uh, we're going to start off with his fishing, Amadeo, how he kind of got into fishing, and then I'm sure how it led into the artwork. Um, well, my family's fishing family, and so they're from the Bay Area, Palo Alto. Um, my grandparents used to grow flowers there, and then every weekend they'd go out and fish, Half Moon Bay. Striped bass, perch, or crab, and uh, so that's kind of where it all started with that family, and then when I was born in northern Santa Cruz County, then uh, my grandma would just take me perch fishing, and we'd go catch perch. My dad would go pull steelhead out of the rivers and no grab abalone off the rocks. And so we were always fishing, harvesting, doing that kind of stuff. So that's kind of where it started. Um, when I when I felt like I was like, okay, now I'm a fisherman, was when we moved up north to Humboldt County. And they used to stock a little trout stream. And every year they'd stock on this date. And, of course, kids are all out there, and then... The families are all doing the, the let's go fishing today kind of thing. And everyone would get fish. You know, you're using cheese and, and salmon eggs and stuff like that and, and catching plenty of fish. But um, after that, it, it, no one would be fishing anymore. But we would still go down there and fish. And we'd walk this creek for every day as far as we could and fish all these little holes. And that's kind of how I really got into it going, okay, I can. this is fun. <laughs> I'm getting good at this. Yeah. And, uh, it's just a great experience to do that whole thing. So that's kind of where it started. And then everywhere I've moved, I've just found different things to do in that, that same ilk. So just always fishing wherever you have, do you hunt too, or just fish? Um, I mean, I do spear fish, so that's kind of okay. like hunting and yeah. I started getting a little bit of hunting too. No but, way. 
Um, I'm not, I'm definitely a novice there. I'm yeah. just on coattails with that stuff, <laughs> but that's, I mean, that's important when you're, when you're trying to learn something new, I think, you know, the, the learning curve goes way quicker when you find people who know what they're doing. Oh yeah. hundred like, percent. Show me what I'm fucking up on and then <laughs> go ahead and, 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 and just, it's much quicker. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So then, um, when did you start? Like, have you been drawing your whole life? Yeah. I mean, since a little kid, like every little kid, right? Every little kid draws. And I think there's becomes a cutoff point where you get interested in sports or girls or whatever. And you kind of stop that. And I kind of kept going all the way through. Yeah. Um, fifth grade was kind of the time where I realized that I was pretty good. We'd have like drawing contests and copying comic books and stuff yeah. like that. And, <clears throat> and then all your friends are voting on it. Like, Oh, I like his, I like his. And I lost my first one, my first drawing contest. You remember so that, huh? gave me some fire. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't He was good, man, but he never did it. He was fucking awesome. He hey, was Tom, so good, you know? Look at where I'm at now, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he's funny. He's funny. So, so I just kept going, and I stopped a little bit, but then I, I, I kind of got back into it again. It was just something I enjoyed doing, you know? And I, when, it was, when you're good at it, it's reinforced by friends who like it. You know, you, you, it's like meditative for me, too. And yeah. So, uh, at that point, it's something that I do that's that calms me down, makes it so I'm not stressed out all the time. And then I go, okay, well, people are buying this stuff, or people want to pay you to do this stuff, and why not? You know? Yeah, it seems like it's a common thing with everyone we've had in Charles and Justin, yeah. like Matt. You guys seem like the it's like fishing almost. Like when you're drawing, it's kind of calm. Well, yeah. fishing for me, I, I'm not fucking calm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Charles is either. The time I went with him, dude, I'm like. These guys fucking intense. No. <laughs> Apparently, Matt's not calm either. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it, it is like cool. You know, like it. It's like calms you down from the day, maybe, or even you know whatever it might be. But it seems yeah. like a common factor. I, I think you're kind of the same thing where you're kind of in the moment. You're yeah. not thinking about anything else. Exactly. You're focused on catching that fish, or you're focused on drawing that. Fish. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So when did the art become kind of your career work? You know, like maybe. When you started going, man, I'm getting paid. I'm selling stuff. People are requesting pieces. Yeah, and you've done a lot of crazy stuff. So let's talk about some of the so, drawings. Yeah, yeah. So I had a, I kind of had a, I was going to junior college and I was doing the art thing, and I kind of felt like it was BS. You know, like okay, I'm going to go and teachers are going to tell me to do this kind of thing, and let's think about what you're doing and let's get emotional about all your art and what does it mean and all that crap. <laughs> and so I kind of felt like it was, it was, uh, it just wasn't for me, you know, I, I, I'm not going to have someone tell me to do that stuff when I kind of already, I just know what I want to do and I know I want to do it good. And it was more about the technical aspect of it, like, you know, techniques and rendering and, and, and getting good shading and all that kind of stuff. And so I enjoyed doing that. And maybe that's more towards, the realism t side of things, which obviously if you see my artwork, you, you know that, that I've really tried hard at that kind of stuff. So I decided to kind of switch gears completely and do a, go into science. Uh -huh. And so I did a degree in marine biology. And then at, that, at UCSC, when I was there doing that degree, I found a program called the Science Illustration Program. And they train graduate level illustrators for science illustration. Oh, great. And so I did that program. And then from there... I went, did an internship, and worked at National Geographic doing illustrations for them. Damn, that's amazing, dude. And then I, that after that, it kicked me off into, okay, now I'm going to try to be a freelancer. But it wasn't, I mean, even with that little feather in my cap, it was not a quick thing. It was like, go out, and I was 
landscaping for five years trying to do artwork, you know? <laughs> and, it's hardcore. Right. It's like, yeah, you know, dude. so I doing that and which was cool too, because the landscaping stuff was just, you know, it was creative, but it was, it, was, it wasn't really what I wanted to be, do ultimately. But at the same time, building clients and people were starting to know my stuff, get lucky with a, with a, picking up a big, big project with a DFG or DFW and doing all their fish. Yeah, all that's their, amazing, So dude. they did that fishing passport, which you guys might remember, yeah, where yeah. they had them. You could fill it out and say, oh, I caught this fish. Um, I caught it here, here, here. And then you could fill that whole thing, and you can send it in and get whatever, all in California waters. And so we, we did that. We did the little booklet that came with it. And um, that kind of, you know, really springboarded me into the fish stuff. Um, and it, it was one of those funny things where you go, all right, I know... I, I know I fished my whole life or it's, I've been around it, but then I never really put the two and two together to be, I'm going to be a fish artist. You know, I just did other stuff, uh, for, for other projects, but that was where I really said, okay, I can do, I can do this stuff. And when you have to do 120 fish and you have a <laughs> biologist friggin', you know, correcting every single thing you do, wow. you go, okay, well, this is now I'm kind of, there's a skill set that I've built here. I better capitalize on it. You know, yeah. that's when you realize you're going to focus just on the fish or yeah. we're not just that's your that's your specialty that's when i realized yeah. it was something that i could specialize okay. in even though it's just only a facet of what i do i still do other projects for different organizations like um you know i'll do murals i'll do city signs and stuff like that but that's kind of like bread and butter stuff mm-hmm. um but then my identity as an artist is definitely in the fish side of things and that's kind of what i try to you know promote in this community and then when i do the shows and all that kind of stuff so even though I do all those other projects, that's what you mainly see on the website and that kind of thing. The so. DFG thing's really cool, man. That's, good that's super bad, I bet. Yeah. How long did it take you to draw each fish? So that one was, well, it's DFG, so the budget wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they gave me a budget, <clears throat> and they said they needed it in like four months. And so we had a hundred and some odd fish and we had to do it in four months. That's Damn. gnarly. And so the guy was busting your balls on your <laughs> Busting my balls every time. <laughs> the kind of thing where I, at first, you know, you get, right. So I feel like I know how to draw fish at the time and I draw it and I'm like, oh, this looks great, you know, and I feel good about it. And I send it off and there's like five things that he wants me to fix. Oh, and so I'm sitting there typing an email up to him saying, you know, this is what I think it should look like. And I, you're wrong about all this stuff. And then it's like one of those emails where you look at it and you're like, okay, delete. And then just, like I said, okay, I'll change this, whatever you say. Do you have to redraw when you're changing those things or is it kind of corrections you can do and fix? Correct. Were you making it on digital platform or was it on your hand drawing? It was hand drawn, all oh, hand drawn. So it was. What medium was it? Well, for the, for, I would send him the sketches first. Oh, okay. So, you know, my, my process is stepped when you're doing client work like that. You don't want to get caught up in going, you know, sending them like a complete piece and have them go, fuck you. (laughs) You added an extra fin, you know, or needs another one, you know? So, you know, I I don't want, I try to limit that, you know, what's going to happen that. So I just sent him the sketches and then, and then he would correct those and I'd go back, redo it. And then ultimately the, the finished pieces were watercolor. Okay. Yeah. Um, that was the medium that I was most comfortable in. And it was the one I could be m- the most efficient in, in getting it done in time. Yeah. Cause what, what it blocked out to was that those fish had to be done. I had to do, I had to average like three and a half, four hours for every fish. 
from, but that included research, like researching pictures, getting the right references yeah. to even like communication with them back and forth. And then the drawing, the corrections, if they needed it. And then the final painting of it. Damn, so that's they, gnarly. It was fucking gnarly. Like it, <laughs> I gained like 20 pounds. <laughs> just sitting at my desk, just doing this all day, sweating, you know? <laughs> Oh, yeah. And what was your, did you keep all the originals? I have all the originals. No, I've, I've awesome. kept them all. I, I gave um, my good buddy Harold, who, who's kind of like a dive mentor to me, I gave him in, in the, a huge critic too. He'd see all my fish. He's like, what? <laughs> what are you doing? Why do you put this there? And, you know, and, and he, does, he can't even draw. He doesn't know what to do. He's just fucking critical, you know? <laughs> so he's kind of a dick in a way, you know? Yeah. But, but, but I appreciate that stuff, you right. know? And so I gave him, I did a lobster and an abalone and a, um, and a crab, and he liked that one, so I gave him that one. And the rest of them, the rest of them I still have. Maybe I think I gave away the, the kingfish, um, where they, they're, uh, they're the croakers, the white croaker, I think they are, the small little, we yeah. call them kingfish in Capitola, or uh, like that, Santa Cruz area. No, yellowfin croaker? No, 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 no they're just... We have queenfish. Queenfish, queen yeah. yeah, it might be that, I don't know. That's a common name. We, we call them kingfish. Yeah. My grandma called them kingfish. She <laughs> so loved that's it. What She's you're like, bring me, <laughs> bring me home a kingfish. If I can <laughs> make soup, you know. So, <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, I still have them all. I, you know, I have them all because I, they're, they're, they're okay. They were done quick, like I said. Um, but I also, you know, since I was making reproductions, I'm, I'm just going to keep them. Give them, you know, give them my daughter. You know, and yeah, definitely, have them around, dude. or maybe they'll be useful. But you did every fresh and salt. I didn't do fresh. Uh, no. um, they had Joseph Tomaleri do the fresh, but he already had them. He already had them mm-hmm. done. And so they just, and he was licensing his workout. And so it was just more efficient for them to do that. And it, it would have been a nightmare. We couldn't have done it with the fresh because the fresh water, there's so many scales on all the trouts and sand. You still get to there. draw a striper though for, for salt. Did you draw it? Yeah. yeah you yeah, did? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. cool, man. They used that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was. Um, it was tough. It was a tough project, but it launched me into what I'm doing now. Yeah. You know, so I, I'm, Carrie Wilson was the one who hired me and I, I can't thank her enough. I see her at the shows every year and I give her a big hug. Nice. Yeah, dude. You know, so. That's so cool. Let's talk a little about fishing now. All right. <laughs> so what do you usually fish when you have the time? Where, where are you fishing? Um, kind of two tiered. I, I fish a lot from the beach, a lot of shore fishing, perch and striper, perch in the winter and striper in the summer. Mm-hmm. And then I try to dive as much as I can, which is not very much right now. Yeah. And so we dive a lot of rockfish and lingcod. And what kind of gear are you using when you're in the surf? Uh, just using a little spinning rod and a, a spinning reel and a, a cheap little Chinese fishing rod I got at the tackle <laughs> shop. <laughs> but it's fucking light. It's yeah, great. It's yeah. super light. And it's just, it's got the right action. And it was 80 bucks and it works great. That's um, for a perch and striper? Or just... For a perch and striper. Yeah. How big of a striper have you got? Uh, I 15 is my best, but I that wasn't last year, and that's that wasn't on that rod. Though, right? That's from the surf, yeah. Dude, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, perch. How big is the biggest perch? Uh, 14 and a half inches. That's nice. Yeah. But I, you catch those constantly up there, right? You can catch lots of them. Dude, my daughter's got a 13 and a half inch. Perch. <laughs> oh yeah. man, she just caught one two weeks ago. She, I, I casted it, but she friggin' yeah. she drifted it and bounced it and friggin' hooked it and reeled it all the way in. Nice. Were we using uh, sandworms? Uh, yeah, just yeah. the but the Berkeley. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Helps. And you've done some of the long cast surf fishing, like where they have the poppers. And I've done a little bit of that, really? but I still use the same rod. And oh, that's really? why I like this rod, actually. I can cast that. Uh, I don't know. I think it's like a, the smaller pencil popper. 
Okay. And I can, I can work that through. Wow. I tried to cast some of these. I ordered some East Coast poppers and I tried to cast for that. And it's like, <laughs> and so I'll, I'll do a different setup for that. But I don't really like the pop, you know, that popper fishing because it's, it's intensive, you know, yeah. like you're working hard and you guys sit there and do that the whole time. And it's just not, it's, I don't think it's as productive in that fishery that I'm in yeah. to do that. So. And then diving. You go when you can. I go when I can. Do halibut and rock cod, and and that's just. And you know, you're going up north, so it's a little different than down here. Seven mil wetsuit, you know. Yeah, talk about that covered. because there's some people that are starting to listen that are into yeah. diving and spearfishing. Yeah, you guys stuff. had Oak on, so yeah, yeah, and he's, uh, I mean, he, he he's definitely a good person down here to talk to about that stuff. But yeah, our game is different, completely different, uh-huh. because we're we're basically looking for our fish are halibut, lingcod, rockfish. And there's a couple little little pods of white sea bass that are up there too, but those are really inconsistent. Um, cold, huh? Cold. Very so cold, yeah. forty. I've dove in forty eight degree water, you know. <laughs> but usually it's like fifty, fifty two, fifty five. Uh, in the bay, it might be up to sixty, but when we go to Big Sur, it's it's fucking cold. Yeah. Damn, dude. Yeah. And the water's a lot rougher. Yeah. Okay? Well, we pick your days because yeah. Big Sur is unforgivable. So, yeah. you know, nowadays with the forecasting, you can see what the winds are going to do and the swell. And then a lot of times it's a small window, you know, I'll leave in the morning, go and I'll get in the water at nine and the wind is going to come up at two and I have to make sure I'm turned around and heading back so I don't get blown wow. down the coast. Do but, you have a boat or you usually go with a kayak? Kayak? I kayak, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you're, you're diving with the kayak. Man. Yep. That's cool, man. Yep. Kayak or paddleboard. Yeah. Yeah. Just have a big anchor and you just tie on and... I just have a, it's called a kelp clip and you just oh, okay. you clip off to the kelp and, um... And then go swim around, and then if there's nothing there, just move your move your boat and clip off again. And so, do you t- do you fish from the kayak too a lot? Now I bring a rod. Really? Yeah, because yeah. there's been some times where you go down and the visibility is terrible, and you're like, well, fuck, I don't want to just dive in four yeah. foot of viz, and so I'll just drop a little plastic down and jig that just so I can come home with something. You know, <laughs> and it's fun fishing from the kayak's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. You know, talking uh, to Charles earlier, he's got good stories. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's one I've heard a lot of people talk about. You're yeah. getting charged, bro. That was crazy. <laughs> what happened? Uh, I had a, a big bull sea lion charge me. Yeah, no thank you, man. <laughs> yeah. No thank you. <laughs> Dude, that scares the shit out of me. That makes me not want to go. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 really rare. Like most yeah. of the time, even if you see a bunch of big bulls, they'll get out of your way. Yeah. It was yeah. just because I hooked, you know, a female in his harem. That's, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, dude, don't fuck with them. <laughs> don't, yeah. yeah, don't mess with these bitches. <laughs> and do you still do some freshwater fishing? Not so much. No. <clears throat> we used to when we lived up in Humboldt. We did. We would go camping and we'd fly fish for half pounders or throw panther martins for for half pounders and stuff and that yeah. was fun but there's not a lot i mean there's a pretty good steelhead run that comes into the san lorenzo which flows out of the santa cruz mountains mm-hmm. but you just have to put in a ton of time and i just don't have that right now like my fishing windows are end of the day <laughs> beginning yeah. of the day you know like we were talking about and and it's just the most productive for me like i'm just about efficiency at this point. Yeah. So I don't have all day to go walk the river and in my waders uh, looking for, you know, one steelhead, even though that sounds awesome. I just, it's not the time where I can no, do that. Definitely. Yeah. And you try to take your daughter a lot. She goes with me all the time. That's cool, man. Yeah. yeah. All the time. You got to do it when you can. Yeah. Justin's always with his kids. I, yeah. I try to, man, but having the big separation is hard to get them together. And yeah. Fucking jealousy and, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I took my middle son to that Pacific Sport Coast show, oh, yeah. and he liked. We caught a trout. 
Yeah. He was stoked. Caught the trout. He's like, all right, let's go. Yeah. I'm like, bro, we've been here for like 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> just drove fucking a half hour to get down there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's cool. And did she draw with you? A little bit. Really? Yeah. For for a while, she when she was in the studio a lot, she, she'd grab my extra paints and go to town. Oh, yeah, dude. Because uh, And that's what's nice about having a studio, too, is that or a space that's dedicated for art. Kids can go in there and it's Is not that like, where you live or you have an off? Studio? Right now I have a studio space, a separate studio okay. space. But for the longest time, it was all just out of the garage or out of the a room. But when you have a space to do it, it's like, go to, go ahead, draw on the walls. I don't give a shit, yeah. you know? <laughs> and for kids, that's great, you know? That yeah. freedom to be able to just paint on the Teach floor. Teach them how to be taggers, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> I thought about that on the warehouse. The warehouse, the warehouse I'm in is pretty boring, you know. We're trying to figure out something to do, so I might have her. I might give her a little project. You know? That's cool, man. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. So uh, you're at Fred Hall. I mean, this is going to release later than Fred Hall. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, what, you sell all kinds of paintings there, or is there all kinds? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just all the different species of fish that are yeah. popular. Yeah. Um, and, and and most of them are kind of just side view scientific illustration IDs. I put those over the charts. Uh, I do that. But then I also like doing the scenes, too. Uh, they just take longer. And mm-hmm. so, and usually those line up with commissions. So those ones are ones that someone already purchased the original, and then I'll do reproductions of them. But they're a lot slower process. Yeah. Yeah. And have you done artwork for some companies, too? Do lots of... Yeah, I've licensed a lot of artwork to different companies. Really? Done some... You know, Salty Crew has a line of stuff. Uh, I've done some stuff for Fishworks in the past. And yeah. Koba is another brand I've done some stuff for. So, um, And that's just licensing deals. They run the yeah. shirts and do a line. Uh, the, the new one is Igloo. We just got one with Igloo. Oh, We're that's doing great. a set of lunchbox coolers and then some bigger ones, too. Yeah. 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 Well, I need these guys to give me some art questions because I don't have as many. <laughs> I was, I was actually, the charts, do you paint straight on those? or Some of them, yeah. 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 So the reproductions, what I'll do is I just do it digitally, and I'll, I'll, I'll get the chart, whether I've drawn the chart or I've looked for it. Yeah. Um, usually, I, I, all the time, actually, I have to re, redo elements of the chart because the old, all of those NOAA charts or USGS charts, they're yeah. all very much like a square. It's like 24 you know, by 30. And fish don't fit on that yeah. size. You know, fish are longer. So I reformat it to fit the fish. And oh, then, so okay. I redo all the text and um, I crop it down. Damn, dude. That's, yeah. Uh, that's and I try to match the stuff. Yeah. It is. But once it's done, once it's done, it's done. And then yeah. I can cycle stuff out, you know, so I can actually make some really custom pieces for people. Yeah. Um, so if someone says, uh, you know, I caught a 70-pound sea bass in San Quentin. Uh, can you do that chart and can yeah. you put that stuff in there and I can do that for them. You know, I can give oh, them so that chart. Will, will have you do commissions for their PBs, like whatever they yep. caught. Yep. And, then, and that's been, Oh, a, that's cool. I never even thought yeah, of that. That's a yeah. really good fucking idea. Yeah. And that's going to be the next thing that we'll probably launch in the website as a way to way to do that easily, you know, and, and so that someone can go on the site and enter in that information. Uh, there's a cost to it and, but I can put that together um, because it's not only that, not only people doing it for themselves, but I get a lot of people asking to do it for their husbands or, um, you know, their kids or something like that. Yeah, hopefully my wife's listening. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> Casting Craig discount. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so that, but that, you know, when you're doing the prints, it, that's a way to make them unique. So people feel like they're getting like, okay, an original yeah. piece. But some cool. charts I have to go and draw myself. Like the Catalina one, I just, yeah. it's hand-drawn. The Baja chart's hand-drawn. Um, it's wild. Yeah, so every little mountain. Dude, yeah. How long does yeah. it take you to do a chart then? The, the, the Baja one was 
uh, just the drawing part was probably like two days, so maybe 12 hours, uh, something okay. like that. Um, and then Catalina's probably the same. That one's uh, pretty detailed, too. And then text, setting the text and, and you know doing all the little icons and processing it digitally is probably another day and a half or so. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, you know, it's labor intensive, but that, you know, that it, once I start using it and all the things that I'm going to use it for, it, it'll pay for itself. Eventually. Good template to have. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And it's mine. You yeah. know, that's, you can, you can find Baja charts, but you don't have them that have that style to them or something that's focused towards fishing or um, that it has the, the look or it has the resolution to be able to reproduce them that way. Uh, and then it's also licensing. I don't have to worry about any licensing. It's mine. It's, it's, I can do whatever I want with it at That's that point. That's great. Yeah. And like music, dude, with internet, it's like with the, anything YouTube, you got to find licensing. So like I try to do fishing with the guests and I'm like, fuck this. I just wrote this song. <laughs> <laughs> my kid, dude, had him play the song or the intro. To yeah. the, I, my mm. son's playing drums on that. Nice. So yeah. So it's like, it's cool. I can kind of do little stuff like the licensing. That's a issue. You know? Yeah. Definitely using someone else's chart would be fucking whack. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then, but the, the US GS ones are, I mean, I, we, we all paid for those, you know? Mm-hmm. So the old, there's some old ones you can find and you just got to look at the, you know, Google makes it really easy to, to see whether it has an open license or not. So yeah. You're not stepping Same on anyone's music. toes, you know, but all that stuff, you know, USGS, NASA, all that stuff we paid for. So even the NASA images you can make reproductions of, wow. um, and put them on your wall. Um, Taxes, man. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, we got to get something back. Right? <laughs> Is there uh, any um, like online sources you use for reference or inspiration, whether it's like websites or YouTube channels or anything? I don't have any specific ones. It's just the suit, the search, you know, gotcha. Google search. The vi- I've used a lot more video nowadays. Yeah, because of the resolution. Right. Um, and what I found from that, it, it solves two problems. When you're using a photo reference, um, you, that especially with the way Google, you can search images on Google. If you copy that photo reference almost exactly. If someone drops that image back into Google, the photograph that you use to copy is going to come up right. yeah. uh, because it searches on the, that image shape, right? right. <clears throat> and so w- with the video, it, it's something where it's like I'm drawing from actual nature, you know, yeah, absolutely. where it's, it's moving, it's in a position that no one really notices when you pause it and freeze it, you know, um, and then I'll draw from it basically like if I'm just drawing, looking out, you know, in the field or something, right. but I pause it, of course, you yeah. know. And so that's a, that's been better with the the better quality of video now. Uh, and then it's very it's your pieces are unique, you know. Yeah. Um, and I want that anyway. I don't want I don't want my you know, Charles might look up a calico you know maybe ten years ago, and I look up a calico and I draw it and he draws it, and then our shit looks the same yeah, because exactly. our references look yeah, the same, yeah. you know. And and that's another thing that I try to get away from too, as far as references is like if I am going to use something that's a photograph. Re, you know, combine it with other ones and change it as much as I can. And I make it ideal in a way, make it your um, own, make it your own. I always all, tell my students all the time is you, you need to improve on your references. You know, uh, if you're not improving on your references, then what are you doing? You'd might as well just use the photograph. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or, you know, it's just, that's, that's your job as an artist really to take it beyond what it does. Cause even though photo- photography is everywhere and everyone's got a camera in their pocket, that's better than a camera that anyone had 20 years ago. And those nice, you know, uh, point and shoots and DSLRs are everywhere too. 
um, they, you still have to fire off thousands to get a good one, but yeah. an artist can see it in their head, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, you, you have to, you know, push towards that. You have to push towards that ideal image you have in your head, uh, I think. And that, that it's, so it's really important to move past the references when you do that. Do you have, um, people that you kind of looked up to when you started doing artwork or people that you kind of like give you inspiration, like artist? Um, yeah, of course, always there's, there's always that the, one of the first people that I saw was Audubon. His books were awesome. I grew up with those in my house. Uh, he does the birds. Mm-hmm. And he was, he's a pretty interesting person and, and pretty much started that scientific illustration style. And so that kind of stuck with me, even though as I grew up, I didn't do stuff like that. I mean, I was doing, you know, girls and, and, you know, rock stars and shit like that in high school, right? As we all <laughs> naked do. Girls, bro, yeah. Yeah. Naked, I didn't want to say naked. I didn't know what kind of shows was. What else is a teenage girl that yeah. want to draw? Jeez, man. Yeah. I, like something, yeah. man. I can't see a real titties, but I might as well draw. <laughs> draw them how you like them. Yeah, that's right. So I was doing a lot of that, that kind of stuff. But so it was him. I actually, one of my favorite artists is Bill Watterson, who does Calvin and Hobbes. Um, yeah. Because his watercolors are phenomenal, you know. They're simple, but if you look at his books and you go back, he's just the way that he puts his washes down are really nice. The textures are really nice, and so I I noticed that even though I wasn't going to do cartoon type stuff, you know. Um, and then the most recent fish artist, like of, of you know legendary status, status is Stanley Meltzoff, and so he's kind of the he's kind of the person I've looked up to as kind of a guide of of career too. Because he used to do the same stuff I did, that work for the same organizations that I have mm-hmm. worked for, you know, like Scientific American. And he was a classic illustrator. Um, he would do covers when they would hire illustrators to do covers, you know. And then he started to just translate that all to fish. Um, and he's, he's probably the forefather of what is that East Coast style or Florida style of fish art. Yeah. Um, uh, and so I, I, I like a lot of his stuff. That's great. Yeah. Have you ever ever had any like copyright issues with people or anything like that? Uh, not really. That's I mean, good. nothing that I got litigious about. But I've had people that I felt like they copied some of oh, my stuff. Really? Yeah, I'm sure it happens, dude. dude right? All yeah. the time. All the time. <laughs> you can see it. You can see what they do. You can see, especially nowadays, with some you know, t- so many t-shirt companies popping up. Yeah. And how easy it is to just go to the internet and like take something and then give it to the grom working in your shop and say, Hey, take this into Photoshop and fuck with it. You know? And I know what the shape of my fish looks like, you yeah. know, I've already seen two t-shirts at Fred Hall that I'm pretty sure they took my fish, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. So uh, I see some that are legit and I see some that are not legit, you yeah. know? And, uh, but that's, that's, that's what happens. And I'm not going to go send them a letter of cease and desist. I'm like, whatever, there's nothing I can do about it. Wow. Yeah, I have a, a buddy. That's crazy. He does a, a knockoff shirt company mm-hmm. uh, called Dos Bootleg. And he gets those letters because you do like, you'll do some shirt and it's, you know, they'll send you a letter because it's a knockoff shirt. It's like, cheap. yeah, but, uh, it's, it's crazy. Some yeah. of that stuff, I'm sure with copywriting and all that, it could be a, a yeah. big issue. Yeah. I just, it's not quite worth it in the industry <clears throat> that, I, that we're in to do that now. Um, and plus with threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. 
Learn more at marines.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. It's never been that to the point where I felt like, okay, they're really generating a lot of revenue off of, off yeah. of that stuff. And yeah, so, someone just knocked it off made shirts for a show. Right. Just, yeah, makes sense. Right. And I've had people do use it for, especially the, the fish IDs, you know, like um, uh, sh- uh, places that sell fish, fishmongers and stuff like that where I've seen them put it on their Instagram or they're using it for their benefit, you know, so, Hey, that's my, that's my work. And I'm not, I don't ask for money. I just say, Hey, just you're going to throw it up there, throw credit. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. You know, that's all, that's all I need. Just throw it back at me. So, you know, your, your group of followers will know where I'm at. Mm -hmm. You know, even like our shirts, like the cast and crank shirts, I like putting his Justin's name on the back because it's his artwork. I think that's a good call. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. If you're going to use someone's shit, you know? Yeah. You got to give him credit. Yeah. Yeah. Artists get that <laughs> we're in a weird position with stuff because the people think that what we do is a lot easier than what we do. You guys all remember that. Yeah. You know, you and, probably and you like to do it too. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Big deal. for a while. Yeah. For a while. And you know how it is. And you yeah. probably still get it on Instagram where people are like, Hey bro, can you draw this for me? Yeah. How much is it? How much yeah. is that going to cost? Well, it's going to cost like 600 bucks. Like, Oh, I was thinking it was going to be like 40. And I'm like 40. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky. I even read this. for people. <laughs> Yeah, you better patrol the high schools for that. Well, I know, but that's the you know you don't know who you're dealing with, right. and they don't know either. Yeah. Usually, it's innocent, so it I is. usually try to just say, "Hey, you know, that's that's yeah. what this takes." You know, right? But even I mean, then, I've... they still don't get value that time. Yeah. You know, and with Instagram, like I always ask guys like how they feel it affected uh, fishing, yeah. like the community. Mm-hmm. Maybe same thing with art. Like everyone's trying to be like a. Everyone's trying to have a company, I feel like, right now, too. Yeah. Which well, is good and bad. I think the big difference is there aren't many artists trying to have a company. Yeah. That, that's the thing about California. There's not a lot of fish artists. You look at Florida. Jeez. A lot. It, I mean, and not just a lot, but the talent level is it's yeah. through the roof. I mean, it's yeah. it's pretty crazy how, how many artists and, and the level of talent out yeah. there. And then you come out here, and I'm, I'm kind of puzzled by it. You know, I, I figured. I'm cool with it. <laughs> well, well you know the, the guys that i that i see or i follow like there'll be dudes that um like that charles will be like hey who's some good guys and then i'll see him and yeah. that's pretty much the solid core of dudes that i've seen are like I, and you, you know i'm i'm not super active online there, uh-huh. I, I hope there's more out here that i just yeah. don't know about but um there's just not that many man and i like i was gonna say i i figured by you know, I'm 44 now. I figured there'd be like kids in their 20s just drawing circles around yeah. us. Out. And there's just not... If they're out there, I'm not seeing them. If anyone hears this and they could point me to some of them, I'd love to see it. But. And and the thing I think with drawing, it's it's my, maybe different, not like anything else where you can fish and learn from Instagram or YouTube and get better quicker. Drawing, I feel like you got to fucking draw, right? To get, well, you, you got to put in the work. You yeah. know, like, which is a little different than, than looking up something on YouTube and learning how to do it. Yeah, but I have the talent. But that's the thing is, is just the passion for it. Like I want to, I want to, you know, I wasn't like a net. People say, oh, you have a God given talent. Bullshit. I work my ass off. (laughs) You know what I mean? God given talent to work, right? Yeah. (laughs) yeah. I, I, you know, like Uh, you don't just start drawing all, you know, beautiful stuff. You have to really, but the only reason you work for it is because you have that passion. Like you have that desire. Like I, I, 
I know it's possible. I know I can do it. I'll put in the time. Maybe yeah. is it not a now now thing like where you're with uh, social media where it's now now or YouTube? A lot of the kids, I want shit now. Yeah, that might be and part of it. I don't know. If you can't get that satisfaction now, later I'm moving to the next shit. You know? Yeah, like, I don't know. But I mean, there's still there's kids in Florida, man, that are badasses i mean young you know yeah but oh, i'm just not seeing it out here and I, I really hope i do soon you feel the same way I'm <laughs> oh yeah for yeah. sure i mean it's night and day yeah the fact do you that think I can... instagram's been a negative effect on that like no. so new social media you think it's the same maybe a little bit but uh, but uh, if anything it's had overall it's had a positive effect i think our, so i think especially for the the tattoo artists you know yeah. for, and, I think and there's probably negativity general, with yeah. that yeah, too yeah, but... but artists in general <laughs> yeah. you could just you know like i remember before like Instagram, I'd, I'd have to look at you know artists' website when I want to see their new stuff. Yeah. And now you see it as they do it. You yeah. don't have to wait for them to update their website every six months or whatever. And you can access them. You can write a note and say, "Hey, yes, you, you know, can talk to them." Oh, that's awesome. You know, how'd you do that? You know, yeah, or, or whatever, and they'll, they'll get back to you. Yeah, that's you know, cool. You know? Yeah, that is a good thing about Instagram. Or really even is. you know, even I don't go on Facebook very much anymore for except for business stuff. But even you know, Don Ray is one of my favorite contemporaries, also yeah. East Coast legend, and he's probably one of the best over there for yeah. sure. Um, and he's super cool. Nicest guy. Send him a note. Say, Hey Don, I want to do this, you know, Fort Lauderdale show. What is it? Do you think it's good? You know, do you think it's worthwhile doing? He's like, yeah, it's a great show. I don't do it anymore. Uh, of course, cause he doesn't need to, but he's like, yeah, come by and, and, you know, come by my place and, um, you know, the show is good if you want and I'll help you out. So yeah, um, that's cool. Awesome. And that Always. guy's a, that guy's legit. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. really incredible. Yeah. Do you have any good, uh, stories for us? Like, it could be fishing. It could be art. I mean, you you, you guys have lived uh, some crazy lives. You know, some some people have some cool stories, like uh, <clears throat> rookie mistakes or anything like that. Even with art, maybe making pieces for people and them going, "This fucking sucks, bro." <laughs> like, you know, I don't know. Man, they all feel like they suck. <laughs> right? I just want to get them out of your studio. Um, man, that's tough. I don't really have any have any stories on the art side. Rookie mistakes, I make them all the time. <laughs> How about you know? fishing side? Do you have any? Fishing side. Spearfishing. Spe- spearfishing side. Um, besides dropping kayaks down the cliff and, and <laughs> losing losing paddles and all that kind of stuff. I mean, that's kind of, that's I kind of fumble myself around, you know? <laughs> uh, that's kind of my thing. I think, uh, I think that... Uh, that I, I kind of make them every day and every time I go somewhere <laughs> yeah. and do something. So when you're launching, you're dro- you're taking it down like a crazy path to yeah. launch usually? Yeah. Surf launch? We'll launch it. Well, in Big Sur, we just, we, I'll lower them down a cliff with a rope and then you climb down the oh, cliff shit. and then you launch it and you go. What about the waves, bro? So we look at the weather report. <laughs> <laughs> the Mavericks, bro. I seen yeah. the fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> so one time, one time we got a little cocky. We were ab diving. This is my last. I think it was my last ab dive before they closed it. So this is in Mendocino, and so we launch off a beach, and then you, I usually paddle south uh, when the winds are right, and it's it's usually the winds come from the northwest. So. Uh, to paddle south is a big deal if it's calm enough you're like okay i can get south that means i can get back because the winds aren't going to come up so it gets hit way less and so we do that and uh I'm, we're coming back and i'm you know feeling good and and you know i've dove this place countless times launched and in, in, in landed countless times on this beach and so you know you get you get a little bit cocky and you're paddling i'm like okay i've surfed my whole life i know i know what you know how to catch a wave i know what waves do i know how to look for waves and so we're paddling back in and the buddy I'm with does not know any of that stuff, you know? And so I, he's my responsibility. Um, he's been on boats, but not kayaks. He's never surfed. He doesn't really like the ocean in the ocean kind of a thing, you know? 
Um, and so even taking a map diving was a, is a, is kind of like, <laughs> is interesting. You know, I got to watch out for him. Right. And so he's under my care. And so we're coming in and there's a weird, funky, super close period windswell, um, that kind of picks up, but it picks up from the South. And so this cove faces south, and usually, you know, the swell's coming from the, the northwest, and so we're usually okay. And so I'm just not, I'm just not thinking, you know, I'm just not prepared for, for, for coming in. And so we're starting to come in. I'm like, yeah, let's, we can do it, okay, looking over my shoulder, and I'm, we're good. And next thing you know, like a four-foot wave comes up behind you in the kayak, and it's just shore pound, you know. And so next thing we know, we're, we're in the air, my nose is in the sand, and we're being catapulted oh, onto the beach, bro. and it's just yard sale Damn. everywhere. Oh. <laughs> lost, <laughs> lost fishing poles, abalone on the sand, and oh. fish on the sand, and we're just like trying to get a bunch of stuff. And so that was the most recent one, I think, of being a dipshit. <laughs> out there. But the, the ocean's totally unforgiving. Once you, yep. once you, once you kind of get complacent, you're going to get you're going to get served a little bit of humble pie, you know, (laughs) and you teach too. Yeah. I teach illustration. That's cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. Up in where where you're at in Monterey, CSUMB. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. So people could actually take your class. They they can take the summer classes. Yeah. The the classes I teach in the regular year are graduate level. Okay. And so we, you, you have to apply with a portfolio and it's a year long program and you come out with a master's of science illustration. Wow. Yeah. So, so you, you, you do that, that you took that class too? I, yeah. The science illustration. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, did the program. Yeah. So that's the program I teach. You wow. Now. That's yeah. cool, dude. Yeah. Yeah. They, 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 they had me back. Huh. So. Yeah. I did. I went, I went to school for sound engineering a long time ago. Yeah. And then I was going to go back and teach and I'm like, nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's teaching is cool for that level because they're super talented. Yeah. Like, that's the difference. Like two of my students are at National Geographic right now. Dude, wow. That's a big accomplishment right there. Just yes. to have someone under your wing that you took. Oh, they're everywhere. Smithsonian. I have another student who, who is the graphics person for the Seattle times or whatever the newspaper is up there. Excuse me. Um, <clears throat> she's, she's doing that stuff up there. So they're, doing big stuff you know so that so it's for me it's good to be around them because they're really good yeah. and so that's every single time i see them finish something I'm like fuck that's good i better step it up a little <laughs> yeah, bit. Yeah. i hope you don't do fish you know stay off my spot <laughs> um so that's a big part of that um the enjoyment for me is see them do that and see be around that talent uh, and that, if I didn't do that as a freelancer, doing just projects for people, it, it wouldn't be the same because I'd just be flipping Instagram and seeing stuff. But when you're actually with them, you see original work, you're, you're inspired every the day. The piece for being sure. built, like yeah. I'm sure you're probably like, damn, you know, like this is. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And to get to see your little bit of uh, info to the the drawing, I'm sure you get to go. Well, why don't you try this? Or, yeah. You know, that's kind of really cool too. Yeah. A lot of it's just about, you know, you know, seeing things and and you just miss it when you're doing a big project, it's tough to catch everything. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the biggest thing you could be is, you know, they, they have the talent. They just don't have the eye and the patience to kind of, you know, see things developing and see the common mistakes that happen with certain things. Yeah. And I think with any artist, you can tell when someone's really good because, it, no matter what style it is, you know, Matt, Charles, you know, included, you can see how clean and tight the, the work is. And uh, there's no, there, even though Matt would probably disagree, there's, there's, <laughs> it looks like it's, you're not hacking your way through it. You know, it looks very, very deliberate when every mark is made and it's there for a reason. And I think that's the problem when you're, 
when you're learning that stuff is that you kind of hack your way through and, and it, you don't see how deliberate that was. And that's where you get to be masterful with that kind of stuff. The true masters can do that stuff without even thinking, and it goes really, really quick. Yeah. And so we're stri- I'm striving still. Uh, we all are, really. You should be. If you're not striving, you're not going to go anywhere, really. <laughs> you should be. You know? <laughs> yeah. So. Um, wow. Yeah. Well, do you guys have any more art questions for Uh Just one was, um, we all get like an artist block once in a while. Do you have any kind of rituals you do or anything to help you get through that? Um. So I feel sometimes I feel like I'm kind of lucky with with my ideas in the sense that I have a Rolodex in my head that I can access and I ideas are never a short a, a right. short um, and so I don't get blocked with that I, I think the main thing for me is just time and space and so usually the blockages in my for me are whether I'm set up to do something or not you know because once I'm set up I can go and I feel good about it and so um and then if i don't i just fucking work at it yeah. if i f- feel like something's not working i just keep working at it you know and in trying to sh- solve it you know and usually you can find it. and sometimes it means you just take a break and come back to it the next yeah, day Yeah, absolutely you know so i mean i guess that does answer the question in that sense and, and that's kind of what i usually do um and then it, it'll, it'll come to you you know but it's kind of like you know and, and wes and i were talking about this the other day you know, fishing or maybe it was us. I don't know. I was drinking a lot, um, <laughs> but I was talking to somebody uh, the other day about this. It, that's the fishing thing analogy for me too, is that, uh, you know, when you, sometimes what separates a good fisherman from a bad fisherman or not, or catching from fishing kind of a thing is they just stick with it and they know that Grind it, it may turn on and it's going to turn on at four o'clock and just be patient. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, dude. This is kind of, you know, I know we know we're doing everything right. I'm not going to doubt my process, and uh, uh, and then it, it will turn around. You know, you got to keep that attitude going. Definitely. So, um, that's the same thing with art. You just got to keep keep pushing at it, and it'll come. It'll break through. Be confident in what you're doing, which is something that artists lack a lot of too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> which is probably why you don't see a lot of them running their own companies, right? <laughs> and because they're nice most of the time. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Well, man, thanks for coming on. We really appreciate it. Um, where can they check your stuff out at? Uh, the best place is Instagram. Uh, it's at Abachar, A-B-A-C-H-A-R. And that's where you're going to get most of the current stuff. Um, you're going to see when I do sales and specials. Uh, the website is abachar.com. So same same as the Instagram handle. And you can purchase stuff on there or Come by the well. You're not going to be. You're not going to be. Come by in 2020, Fred Hall, uh, and come see me there too. So um, thanks again for coming on, man. Really appreciate it, Charles. Too, as always. Thanks for coming on. Um, yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thank you. See you on the next it. one. Yep. Cheers.